now. We appreciate you. If you're watching in the morning or listening in the morning, we love you just as much. We are going to talk a little bit about week 12. Um, Patriots and the Packers both had dominant wins. Um, the Buccaneers as well in a really good game with the Colts. We'll wrap that up. And then we will get to week 13. We'll guess the lines and pick our favorite bets of those. Let's rock. I'm not going to let you get away with telling me that the biggest winner this week was your Chiefs because they didn't play this week. And so we're going to take the opportunity to try and not spend the entire podcast talking about them. Um, so I, I want to start off with this. Patriots win 36-13 in a game that we've talked about the Titans being a value at plus seven, plus seven and a half. And they were really in that game for a little while and fumbles kind of uh, let it get out of hand. And then the Packers got out to a really big lead against the Rams and held on. Both massive wins. Which one was more impressive for you? Uh, I think the way that New England continues to handle business is impressive. Um, I think Mac Jones looked good. I, I don't think it's like I, he's not throwing 70-yard you know bullets or whatever, but like he's putting the ball in people's hands. Um you know, they, they haven't had their bye yet, right? So I also think, like, ascending this way without having had a break this year uh, is extremely impressive. So I'm going to go with them. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's um, that's super valid. And I'm not going to um, – I, I don't want to take anything away from the Patriots in saying this because they've been fantastic. And they've been playing – they're a really complete team. Like, there's no area of that where you look and then you go, oh, they're not – performing well in this respect um they've made up for you know wide receivers who look you're not going to start on a lot of really good teams like Kendrick Bourne shows up today and plays really well Jacoby Myers continues to play really well um but here's what impressed me most it was the Packers when we talked about this on Wednesday you look at the <laughs> you look at the lineups of the two teams right you see the Rams and their defense they're all in They've got Aaron Donald, they've got Vaughn Miller, they've got Jalen Ramsey. And the Packers are playing backup offensive line the whole way through. In fact, they have Yash Neiman out there playing tackle. And the fact that they were able to put up More 36 of a Yash points. Meyer guy myself. <laughs> the fact that they were able to put up that many points. I mean, the offensive line really in the first half played very, very well. In the second half, Donald and Miller started to get there a little bit. But by that point, it was out of control. And the defense for the Packers, Adrian Amos, has been amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like The guy just continues to make plays day in and day out. They're getting Jerry Alexander. The Packers dominated a game with a Rams team coming off a bye, needing to play really well. And they did so without a lot of their best players. That, to me, was the most impressive. Lineup. I was told, though, that I needed to be impressed with A.J. Dillon, a couple quote tweets. Look, 20 carries, 69 yards, 3.4 yards a carry, five <laughs> catches for 21 yards, and a touchdown. These with responses. And I mean, this is ridiculous. So, so, look, again, I didn't put together the draft. In fact, my statistical projections like A.J. Dillon because he's big and fast, okay? He did not make it on our draft board, but I'll tell you this. We salute you, A.J. Dillon. You had 25 touches in an NFL game, and you got 90 yards. We salute you. <laughs> we salute you. Um, by the way, now, do we? this is another reason why uh, I didn't pick the Packers here. Oh, look, I already think the world of the Packers. That's the thing. I, I think Matt LaFleur is a, a great mm -hmm. coach. I think Aaron Rodgers is terrific. Um Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I think the defense is great. We we love them from a numerical standpoint. Like they had a ton of valuable players. I don't want any more Ramsplaining. Like I don't care what did that you the Ra Ramsplaining. 
Like the whole <laughs> off season when it's like, oh look, Les Snead read uh, Thinking in Bets by uh, you Annie know, Duke. Annie Duke, or you know, oh they're they're finding all these edges where you know this might look really freaking stupid to trade two first round picks in your starting quarterback for Matt Stafford because Matt Stafford's a coach killer, but. But it's actually really smart. All this bullshit that we had to listen to <laughs> about why the Rams are doing it different. No, the Rams are doing it stupidly. And 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 so yes, I know Rams the Rams. I know I'm the dead. Rams needed a win in this game. <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. I like it, it, <laughs> the Houston Texans needed a win today too, and they couldn't beat the Jets. It doesn't matter. Like I, sometimes you overextend. That was not overextension. Like, that I, was really well we done. We were like the whole off season. We were like talked down to, and even people like who we respect are like, "Oh, I don't see a problem with just get." Why is why is acquiring more good players not a good thing? It's like you're being a bad analyst if you don't look at what things cost. And the Rams have thumbed their nose at cost. And, and some of the costs aren't that big this year, but they're immense. And you're not even—you're two games out of first place in your own division with a minus one in the tiebreaker. And this was your all-in season. We were—we were—we were patronized about how this was supposed to be different. And actually, no, they actually—you know—they do really well with their fifth, sixth, and seventh round picks. You're overlooking them. And it, no, th this team stinks. And and. And they go to Lambeau today. So harsh. And they play a team. So harsh. The Packers, like, I love, like, like I said, I'm a huge fan of the Packers. Their team and how, and how, like, how they're constructed. I, Packers gained 5.1 yards per play today. Okay? They, like, it, this, this isn't, this isn't Bart Starr and, and, like, this is, this isn't a good Packers team. Well, they're. And the Packers are a good team. Yeah. What needs to be underscored here is that the Packers have a quarterback with nine toes, okay? Mm -hmm. An offensive line that no one could name yeah. any players on against a team that had all their players. Now, And this has you, given them such beer goggles to that we're supposed to be impressed with A.J. Dillon carrying the, touching the ball 25 times for 90 you yards. You're letting like three people on Twitter dictate this podcast. True, so we're not going to let that. Maybe. We're not letting that happen. What I do think is interesting, though, is like, because the, the narrative is going to be, well, Matt Stafford is hurt. And you made a good point uh, on our Wednesday podcast. It was like, yeah. And if you weren't expecting Matt Stafford to get hurt, like what what league have you been watching for <laughs> like, the past? Did 10 you years? think that you left his injuries in Detroit? You were going to get this homeopathy that like that Aaron Rodgers was get was getting in like freaking homeopathy. Homeopathy, bro. get it yeah. right, okay? No, but but it's interesting because there is something to be said for you know a really good team, and I think this this needs to be discussed a little bit. Sean McVay has. I would say, like, in a lot of ways, been an above-average NFL coach. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of ways, has made a lot of suboptimal decisions. Clock management, game management. The end of the game against the Packers was a masterclass in... It was, it was not good, okay? But there's also, and I want to give Lafleur a lot of credit for this. That team was banged up to shit. And last year in the playoffs, when they were banged up, just without Bakhtiari was the, the guy. It, it, like, everything yeah. fell they apart. They lost a one-score game to Tom Brady. Fell apart. And um, and the fact that they have Devontae Adams, but but no, I mean, they don't have Odell Beckham. They don't have Robert Woods. <laughs> like, they don't even have Tyler Higbee, honestly. And they, they move uh, Devontae Adams around so much, he continues. I mean, he had over 100 yards in that game against... A Rams defense that has stars everywhere. Yeah. Like they should be able to take away one player, right? And they weren't able to. And I thought that was what was so impressive to me was what Lafleur did with a suboptimal deck of cards, and and McVeigh with a fully loaded stack. You know, wasn't yeah. Able yeah. To I mean, the, Robert Woods is one of the best players in the NFL, in my opinion. And you I think and, and Troy Troy Coleman's top three wide receiver. I, like, I think he does so many great things. And I think you're telling on your like people were telling on themselves, and they were asking how Beckham was going to replace Woods because like yeah. Woods plays just a, a unique spot there. But like the the very interesting thing, Troy Troy was very like what was it, what do the kids call it based today? Troy during the broadcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I, I, it was just like with somebody who's like unintentionally honest. Mm. So, so he was saying, like he was talking about Raheem Morris and how he took over for Brandon Staley. And he goes, you know, the defense went from first last year to 12th this year. And, you know, even though Staley, you know, uh, Morris is running the same scheme and I think he's still doing a good job. And all that's fucking true. All that's true. The Rams defense isn't bad this year. They just, it's exactly what we said. It's like, you cannot, when you make moves in an off season, say, I'm going to fix the first, number one overall defense. That's a down yeah. payment on the season. No, like, and it doesn't have to be going from one to 32. If it goes from one to 12, like can, is Stafford up. making up that slack? And I know, I mean, anybody who watched uh, Thanksgiving football knows golf's horrendous, but like in, you know, you put Stafford in that spot. Is he making up that difference? No. Like, evidently, no. And and this team, like, again, we could be just, like, you know, overreacting to a few games. But, like, this is the Rams. Whenever they've placed a team that is any good, they just can't win. And I... They're undefeated against teams under 500. And they get the Jags next week. So, they'll be... Don't. I mean, we'll be back to more Rams right. explaining next week. But... Right. But they are, uh, I believe, one and four now against... Yes. Uh, teams that are above 500 um, and they have the sixth they have the entering this week sixth hardest remaining schedule and that includes a Jaguars game by the way I I want to apologize to the math okay our math thought the Packers was a smart bet you can get by the way what our math tells you to do at pff.com and you can get it for 40% off with cyber 40 as a promo code get 40% off an elite subscription and you can see all of the predictions and you don't have to listen to my dumbass when I go, look, the offensive line is beat to shit. Aaron Donald's going to eat the other nine toes that, like, you know, Rex Ryan told him to that uh, Aaron Rodgers happens to have and they're going to get killed. Um, you don't have to listen to me there. You can get your own mathematical opinion at pff.com with Cyber40. That includes that, yeah, all of the great betting content, all of the great locked article content, fantasy content, fantasy rankings, projections, and PFF 0 to 100 grades. Go to pff.com, use promo code CYBER40, do it, and do it that, now. And that the, show, there was a, an issue last week, so we took we took Minnesota plus three. Yes, let's talk about Minnesota and, then, and the And then when we did the forecast on Wednesday, you were offered the exact same price on San Francisco. We said, buy off of that if you took yep. it originally. Um, it then got out to three and a half. So it ultimately was a smart move for you to buy off. Um, and it helped us identify the lock of the, the week. The lock of week, which, which was... was Niners Vikings over which was when really hit, no in doubt when did it hit middle of the third quarter yeah and so yeah so I text you weren't in the office so the oh the total we got is was 48 48 and a half forget which one exactly so it's um the Niners have 28 uh Vikings have 14 Vikings score go to 20 so it's totals at 48 and I text you I'm like look at that and you <laughs> you were like don't don't mush it and of course, the Vikings missed the PAT. And I was like, if they somehow, if no one scores in the last 20 minutes of the game, I'm I'm not going to be well. I probably wouldn't have made the podcast. But they did. Um, that was yeah, wonderful. We got a kick return. I mean, ultimately, it was like hanging there for a while. Like if the Niners don't score at the end of the first half. Right. I'm a little like nervous. But don't doubt Kyle Shanahan. No, don't doubt don't Kyle Shanahan. Don't you doubt Kyle Shanahan. Don't, also, don't doubt this. And the people want to talk to me about the Vikings DVOA on defense. All the Vikings defense is not, horrible. Not and and when they don't have their defensive line, obviously they're worse. Um, yeah. I, I think this is a legit question now. You look at the NFC West. I mean, the Cardinals are at the top there. They're coming back with Kyler Murray, yeah. healthy presumably. Um, and the Niners who, I mean, waxed the ground. I mean, they just destroyed the Rams. The Rams are in danger of, you know, of being the third best team in that division, I mean that—that's like a legit outcome. Look at the, look at the schedule here for, all in. for your your Niners. Uh, they go to Seattle. Seattle still, I mean, they play tonight. Yep. Who knows what you're going to get there? They come here to the Bengals. Yep. Potentially. Are a you going to Are you going to brave the elements with me? I'm not going to that game. I will enjoy watching it on on TV so much more than I will going to that stadium. And then Falcons at and then they get the Falcons at home. Which I know the Falcons beat them there the Super Bowl year. Remember that yeah, game? Of course. Um, but but uh, but you know Falcons. Although the Falcons are tied with by the, the Vikings way, can, with seventeen can, right now. Can I just remember what the Falcons? Yeah. The, I said on Wednesday, I'm betting on the Falcons this week. If they can't be the Jags, I'm never betting on them again. 
the, the Falcons could have put me out of my misery. They, they, they could have just they wanted lost, to too. and they could have just <laughs> lost and said, "You know what? You never have to bet on us again." But those motherfuckers have me coming back. They did now. it. They did it. Um, and then they go to Tennessee. I, I think by then they might have AJ Brown back, but it's still. I mean, the Titans somehow managed to lose by multiple scores today while having two 100 yard rushers. That was that was something. Then they get Texans at home, right? Then they go to Rams uh, for Week 18, the final week of the regular season. I mean, it's a lot better of a road for the Niners yes. than it. And I, I think, I think right now. So I, I actually, uh, our colleague Ben Brown writes an article for Vsin, and I, I sort of helped him this week because he had some family stuff. And I, um, the bet I liked for the week was Niners plus one hundred to make the playoffs was what I wrote up, and I said, look, if they beat the Vikings, they're they're something like minus two hundred now to make the playoffs. Like I think minus two hundred is probably a fair price for them mm-hmm. to make the playoffs mm-hmm. after they have that win. They have a a leg up on all these other kind of dog shit teams beneath them. They have, and the only team among the teams that are kind of below them in the playoff race for the NFC, the only team that's any good, kind of maybe, is the is the Vikings who they just beat today, right? They'll have the yep. tiebreaker with. So, I think the Niners are playing in January. I I tend to agree with you. Yeah, I, and it's kind of scary. I would like them to. Uh, get yeah, to Samuel but. got injured today. That's big. They, they them putting Ayuk in there. I thought Jawan Jennings looked good. You know, they, they're. Obviously, Jimmy G's an issue, right? And, and but you know, I thought he was okay today. I mean, he played well enough to beat Kirk Cousins, who's been playing really darn well. Yeah. Um, Kirk seemed to like dither after that. By the way, if you want to bet playoff futures, go to pff.com and you can use our futures tool, one of our betting tools, to look at depending on what price you have, what our simulation um, would put the fair price at, and whether or not you should bet it at your book. Player props also there. I'm just saying, like, make your holiday a little warmer and go to pff.com, Cyber40. Okay, here's what I uh, wanted to do, actually. We haven't power ranked uh, teams in a little while. Want to do a little top five before we get into week uh, 13? Sure. Okay. Um, this is a- and maybe you can go past top five. Maybe we go all the way to, yeah, the, was, to the Rams. Our, our friend Peter King was, was, was trying to do this on his show, and it was it – was, you know, obviously, we love Peter. Uh, I think his top is a little bit different than mine. But what was his? Uh, he wanted to put Green Bay first, and then I think it was Green Bay, Arizona were his top two, and then after that, it was New England. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think yours will be different. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? Okay. So what? Where? What are your top five? Okay, I will go first. Um, the best team in the NFL now. Let's be clear. When uh, do you want to do this as like right now, this moment, or what we think they will be, like end rest of year? Because I think that's different, right? If you go at this very moment, heading into next week, I do think it's a little bit different than okay. Let me think about the the totality of next year or the rest of the year. Yeah, because that's a so I think in most cases, so if injuries aren't a thing, I think they're the same. Like I don't think that the market. Prices in momentum. No, 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 but I am injuries. Yeah, is but exactly injuries what I'm are about, injuries are right? what you're talking about, which I think is which I think is fair. So um, let's do just going into next week, okay? Because I because I do think it's a little bit different. Yeah, because the, the Bucks to me with their players healthy are still number one, but with the way they're injured on the offensive line, at wide receiver and in the defensive backfield, they are not. Um, so just going into next week. I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs number one. Um, how hard did it, how how much did it hurt to say that? Uh, it hurt a little bit, although I, I think I I don't think it's that much of a. Well, I guess it is kind of a debate. I mean, the Packers played really really well, but again, we're going into next week, and you know the, the Packers are going to have a bye. But if you assumed not, they would be a little banged up. Um, so and, and they beat a Rams team that has not looked good recently. So I'll go Chiefs one. Um, I will go. Uh, it's tricky, isn't it? I will go. Man, I think I will go Arizona two. Green Bay three. Tampa Bay four. New England five. 
Okay. All right. I. You want to know something really that interesting? That was hard, though. And, I, and just I even, thought about New England, too. I'm not trying to cheat here, but there are nine teams that are 12-1 to 1 or, or, or better on DraftKings. There is no one between 12-1 to 1 and 27-1. to 1. There's a humongous gap there. Um, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go it this way. I think I'm trying to be – here's how I'll go. Arizona, Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Green Bay. New wait, England. wait, hold on. What? Yeah. Say that to me again. Arizona, to me, is the most impressive team in the NFL. Okay. And then, okay, if I go Arizona, and then I said. You are putting Buffalo. Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Green Bay, New England. Wow. I so, think if, if I, so I have more faith right now, right now. If Buffalo and Kansas City played on a neutral field, I think it would be either a pick em or Buffalo would be slightly favored. I think mm, – No. Okay. No, Kansas City would be favored. Um, Tampa's weird, right? Because Tampa's getting healthier in the secondary, but their best player, Carlton Davis, is not bad. And Jamal Dean got hurt today. Jamal Dean got hurt today. Okay, so I didn't see that. And then Antonio Brown's their best wide receiver, and he's hurt. Yep. Uh, you know, Mike Evans did not look – Ali Marpet. Ali Marpet. Um I so so look I I think Arizona last season if they would have had to play 10 snaps without DeAndre Hopkins they would have melted down mm -hmm. and they've played weeks without him and the quarterback and have won games and won games on the road and won games by multiple scores how much more impressive does that win look over San Francisco that now that San Francisco's you know sure. rebounded I think Vance Joseph deserves a ton of credit. That defense was horrendous when they when he took over, and now it's a it's a yep. defense you can win with. I think Cliff deserves a great deal of credit, and I think the fact that they were able to sit Murray down as opposed to playing him through it was very good. So I I actually I think Arizona fundamentally deserves our respect. It doesn't. I agree. I put them too. Yeah, it, I, and, and that's favored. why I have it. They're not favored over. But Kansas. I but I think so. My my issue with Kansas City is and it's something I think we we try to preach on this show is don't coach your bet like mm -hmm. if Kansas City did what they did against the Raiders which was 22 snaps under under center I think it was like half as many RPOs as normal you know uh Patrick Mahomes had the most passes to running backs after the first read all season, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. If they do that, they find their James White, they do all that, then the, the Chiefs should be favored to win the Super Bowl. The problem is, is you, you saw that against the Raiders. And then against Dallas, they reverted back to all the bullshit RPO, yeah, all that stuff. And I'm just like, is, is Andy Reid, like, come and look, a late buy and all that stuff is great. Like, I'm bullish on them. I think their defense looks great. But. Can I can I trust that offense to? Maybe they're scoring nineteen points, man. Like I, against the Raiders, like or sorry, against Dallas. Like you know, I I need to see it a little bit more. Whereas I think Buffalo, Buffalo has some. I can trust Buffalo to sort of get it on the green more, in my opinion. Okay. A That's team that right. lost to the Jaguars, granted. Yeah. Uh, the point here in that is that there's not a lot of consensus. No. All right, let's get into. Uh, By the way, if you want to look at DraftKings, DraftKings has Tampa Bay five to one, Kansas City seven to one, Buffalo plus seven fifty, Arizona eight to one, Packers eight to one, New England ten to one, Dallas ten to one, and the Los Angeles Rams twelve to one, and the Baltimore Ravens twelve to one. So those are the teams to win the Super Bowl. To win the Super Bowl. So those are the teams. The aforementioned twelve to one are better, and then after that, it's the Titans, Chargers, Bengals. At twenty-eight to one, I think the only team I would actually place a bet on right now is the Ravens, twelve to one. It's too short for me. I honestly, to me, like if I sound, had to bet on yeah, one yeah. of those teams, I, to me, uh, it's this sounds stupid, but the Titans. Yeah, because they'll get healthy. late by get they'll get healthy. They have an easy as hell schedule. They have a three-game lead yeah. on or two-game lead plus a tiebreaker in the AFC South. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. All right, before we get to week thirteen, guess the lines. Um, want to remind you that uh, Fantrax 
our friends at Fantrax, uh, the best fantasy football league manager, the most customizable, easy to use, feature-rich platform out there in the industry. It's where we play our fantasy leagues. You should as well. You can customize it off the, like anything that you can dream of. You can do there. The UI, UX is awesome. And you can play hockey and fantasy basketball there too. And if you sign up at Fantrax.com slash PFF, you will be eligible to get one of the signed jerseys that they are giving away to a few lucky fans. So go make that happen and make your fantasy experience that much more enjoyable. Also, DraftKings, if you're going to bet on these games, that's where you should do it. Um, They continue to give you fantastic deals for you to sign up and get a bunch of free bets. Use promo code PFF when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Use promo code PFF and new customers who bet just $1 on any team to score will get $100 in free bets. I recommend you go put those on some props. Why? Because they're going to fucking win. Um, And uh, they also give you, uh, DraftKings does, all new customers an opportunity to win a shot or win a million dollars for free, which is pretty cool as well. Uh, So go to DraftKings.com, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, download it, use promo code PFF, bet $1 on any team to score and get $100 in free bets if that team scores it's very easy. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers are the ones that are eligible. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are in to week 13. Actually, I got I have, um, I bet some of these look-aheads. Oh, good. But it was like last week. So okay. it has not sullied the game okay, good. that we're playing here. Good. Um, I have a feeling that I'm off by a lot on a lot of these. We start with Thursday Night Football. The Cowboys go to New Orleans to play the Saints. I have the Saints as a five and a half point underdog. How about you? I have Dallas minus six and a half. Okay. On Pinnacle, it looks like you're a little more right. It is minus six. Trending. Juiced towards six and a half. Um, and I think that's right. Uh my take on, you know, five and a half, I guess you're expecting CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper to be back. That's probably a pretty big deal. Um, but I, Saints at home, um, they were very banged up in that game on Thanksgiving. Um, and they were embarrassed. And a team that is coming off an embarrassment that's well coached, that has that many good players, I don't know. I, I just... Like the Cowboys defense is not very good. And so I'm Yeah. Not, I'm not trying to talk myself into the Saints, but like, I can't, man. I like the sim uh Rob Pozzola actually like told when we were to, on his podcast, he was like, Look, like the the you know, the the intuition he had was like the first couple weeks with a backup are better than the like yeah, you know sure. and I think Simeon I mean Simeon hasn't looked like Simeon hasn't looked that bad. I mean, he's he's not been good, but he's looked like competent. I mean, what's the difference between him and jerk off at this point? Yeah, it's and like my point is like the Saints are are just like so banged up. They don't have good receivers. It's like, I mean, what the the Saints are like on offense? They're basically Detroit, right? Oh, stop. With a good play caller, That's right? Cool. Very good play caller. But talent wise, they're like Detroit, aren't they? Good offensive linemen, no receivers. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but, and they're fine defensively. My take on Dallas, by the way, is I think that they get a break here, right? I think win this game, you get the 10 days off, mini buy. I think Dallas will compete, right? I think they've had a few, a couple bad games in a row. But I'm going to go, um, I'm going to lay off this game. I don't, I don't really want anything to do with the New Orleans Saints. And I think that's the only thing you can bet here with Dallas on the road. 1 p.m. slate on Sunday. Giants. Go to Miami to play the Dolphins, who destroyed the Carolina Panthers, who somehow were favored with Cam Newton on the road. Um, what do you have here? Miami minus two and a half. Okay. I have Miami minus three. The Giants is two and a half, although it is trending three. Minus, minus 120 minus on Pinnacle. 120. Yeah, so it's basically three. Um, the Giants kind of showed, I mean, it's not like Freddie Kitchen said much, but they did show that Patrick Graham's, you know, not a not terrible back there, right? Like, yeah. You know, also, they... so here's when I knew the Giants were going to cover that game. 
Uh, first off, the Eagles were a very popular pick this week, yeah. but Fox ran a promo that was like this public service announcement, you know, that you see where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, alerting everyone watching this channel. And it was that the Eagles were back. And I was like, oh. <laughs> have you learned? I mean, like, have Can you we learned look nothing? At, was, this, was this not, I mean, Jalen Hurts today. It was not. 14 of 31, 129, three picks. In um, fairness, in fairness to him, he did not get a lot of help. No, Jalen Rager dropped two game-winning touchdown passes basically down the or two, one one game-winning touchdown yeah. pass on the fourth down. Um, Rager's two tar or two catches on seven targets for thirty-one yards. Really well. Um, yeah, I, I think um, I, I I actually like two has played well. You know, yeah. I think relative to public perception, um, total on this game is forty-two. Could want Giants in a teaser. Um, yes. don't really like the Giants kind of two weeks in a row, though. I mean, I think this will stay close. Um, anyway, let's go to Colts Texans in Houston. Ooh, love that. I have so <laughs> let me tell you how I picked the spread. I started at Colts, <laughs> Colts minus 14. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get there, <laughs> and I got myself all the way down to Colts minus nine. I have Colts minus 10. Okay. And I, I this is one I did bet, and this is interesting because I will still bet it. Colts are laying seven and a half at Houston. I, I, if there's a team that's going to, no, excuse my French, fuck the Houston Texans shit up, it's the Indianapolis Colts. This like, is, they're everything that, that Houston. Bet this, bet this immediately. <laughs> let me, okay, so I don't know. We actually never decided what the winner of the bet will be oh yeah for our tech which is befitting of the fact that we bet on the jets and the texans oh that's right yeah right. i finally won one yeah okay. you finally won you're yeah. you're off the shot <laughs> and it's a in a bet and, that we and, didn't have a weight yeah, an actual and, and, bet and now i realize what how how kind of cranky you were because i was just because yes you made the claim that zach wilson played <laughs> quote fine <laughs> I don't even, we're not even going to dignify so, that so, with conversation. So you, you mushed, you tried to mush the over and then it didn't. And then the Niners got the field goal to make it 51. And then I go, oh yeah. And the, the jets, cause I had actually a teaser with jets plus eight and a half and then chargers plus eight and a half, which I should have money line parlay them. They both won outright. And I was like, yeah, the you jets Broncos, but yeah, yeah, the Broncos. Sorry. And I was like, um, and I was like, oh, the jets teaser was my lock of the week in spirit or something. And you're like, yeah, the fact that they won with Wilson playing that horrendously is just – and I'm like – and I didn't realize that, like, we had made that bet. And and I, so I didn't realize why you were so cranky. Now I get it. Like, because, yeah, I mean, Wilson's not good right now. No, like, Did you not. see my tweet? No, I didn't read – I don't God. sit on Twitter reading all your tweets. I tweeted out a, a, a blank white screen, and I said, what Zach Wilson learned when injured. <laughs> So like I was I was falling off. Yeah, it wasn't much. But he like, but dude, dude, okay, we've done enough Jets talk. The Texans also suck. Yes, and Tyrod Taylor is overrated on the betting market. We are. I will let you talk about the Rams, but we have to cut. We can't spend this much time on Tyrod Taylor. But I agree with you in this respect. Yeah, like Colts. If Davis Mills is the quarterback, what's the spread? Uh, fourteen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Tyrod's not seven points better than any other quarterback in the league. So no, that he had he was coming through the back door. He had covered. That's that's why. Uh, Vikings. So so go to Colts Detroit. minus seven and a half. The the Vikings go to Detroit. To also Colts minus one and a half on a teaser. Just every, all of all of the Colts. Um. Oh, this is another one. I actually. What did you have the Vikings? Uh, I had Vikings minus eight. I had minus eight and a half. It is minus seven. True, trending, trending towards Detroit. Six and a half. Look, as somebody who grew up in Minnesota, I've I've seen an Owen twelve Lions team with Mike McMahon at quarterback beat the Vikings. Do you think this gets to six and a half? I think the moment that it gets beneath seven, every everybody and their grandma is pounding the Vikings. I I would, but I I could be wrong here. I think this is another teaser. If anything, but I think Vikings minus seven is the right bet. Like, I mean, if, if, look, 
Kirk Cousins in his career with the Vikings is like eight, five games under 500 if you, if you don't count the Detroit mm-hmm. wins. Like he's undefeated against Detroit. This is also an opportunity. The Vikings just lost Alvin Cook. Alexander Madison will fill in just, just fine. Um, but is the, Do you think that's one of the reasons? Uh, no. I, I just gracious. think I just think that, that um, this is a little bit of respect for the Lions. I don't know why. Well, um, as everybody said on on the broadcast, they got more rest. I don't know. Maybe I like look the 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 Minnesotan in me does think Detroit picks up their first win against the Vikings. Just course, like just like this superstitious. Far for the course. Eagles Jets in New York. I have the Eagles as a six and a half point favorite. Wow, that's a lot of respect. But it is. I I also have six and a half. It is Again, seven. Which I think is a little bit yeah. much, but uh, you again will not. You have not won me over. Zach Wilson's forty-nine PFF grade did not win me over. Okay, his four-point-eight A dot, the five sacks that he took, the fact that he went like twelve for twenty-five did not win me over. That's the face of somebody who bet on the Houston Texans. <laughs> they were up fourteen to five. They were. They were. They were. They were. And you know what? You know who had a heart of a champion today? Zach Wilson. Also. Robert Salah, Robert, your fellow, your Robert fellow Salah deserves. That yes, win. thank you. It was no thanks to anyone else. Uh, the defense played really well, and against fuck, that game was so bad. Cardinals Bears. Uh, I believe this is Andy Dalton. Yes, that doesn't matter. I, like, it sounds bad, but does it matter right now? Uh, no. Um, I struggled with this one because the Cardinals are coming off a bye, but you also don't know. Like the extent to which Kyler Murray is going to be back to yeah. his Kyler Murray self, um, but I, I have Cardinals by seven. I said stay away, but I also said Arizona minus seven. And it is seven juiced though, so could be seven and a half soon. Um, yeah, I have not. I, I did not bet this look, look ahead. Um, I mean, I don't disagree. With that, and I do think it moves to seven and a half. The interesting thing, though, you know, the Cardinals are not getting the full benefit of the buy, I guess, because, you know, the Bears played on Thanksgiving. But yeah, it's also a revenge game because the Chicago, you know, the Arizona Cardinals used to be the Chicago Cardinals. So no, that's definitely going to carry. Yeah, yeah. Over. So, I mean, um, no, I, I mean, it's this game kind of sucks, right? Like the Bears are going to, the Bears are going to do a lot of crappy things. The only way that this game's interesting is if Arizona lays an egg. And that would suck. Yeah, I mean, I would expect the weather to be awful in this game. Um, Which could be an issue for Murray. Chicago weather. Um, Yeah, I mean, actually, it's not going to be as cold as I thought. We're still, it's not, I mean, early. Uh, 40s, but there might be some rain on Sunday. Um, The thing the Cardinals have done really well this year is 14 mile per hour winds, 43 degrees. So... Yeah. Do what you want with that. Okay. Uh, Chargers, Bengals. A good game that probably should have been on Sunday Night Football. But they're lucking out that it didn't, right? Because now the Chiefs, Broncos, like whoever wins that game is in first place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, no, It was great for the networks. Yeah. I mean, look, Broncos, Chiefs, even if the Broncos lost today, was going to get a higher rating. That's yeah. just the way that the world works. Um, what did you have this at? I had this as a pick 'em. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you could. Um, certainly. I have Bengals minus two and a half. Yeah, I think we're starting to see why, because everybody used to like hate us for having the Chargers basically power ranked as a average team on a neutral. Mm-hmm. But you're seeing like this is a and like Brandon Staley it, it seems sharp in some ways, but this team is like a classic less than the sum of the parts. Their right? offense is just not exciting and ju- and it's not because herbert's bad i think herbert's a good player like he's and the and obviously allen mike williams um eckler all great the offensive line seems fine but man it does not add up mm-hmm. um it, it's bengals minus three basically yeah. minus two and a minus half juice juice i i don't know i think this is a game where total on the game is 51 if you want to go over it's actually plus money on pinnacle i 
both of these defenses kind of suck. I mean, we're you're you might be even getting a value on the Bengals defense because mm-hmm. you know if you want to bet overs because they shut down a pretty crappy Pittsburgh team. Let's be honest, the wheels are off that train. Um, yeah, the Chargers though, man, they're so maddening. I I have to stay. I I'll say this: the I think that the play at three is Chargers. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think so. Um. These teams to me are a little bit of like finger pointing Spider Man meme. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers Falcons in Atlanta. Uh, I have the Buccaneers favored by seven and a half. Um. Oh wow, I'm short. I have the Bucks by seven and a half too. It's ten. Yeah, no though, right? Like, remember when the Falcons went to Tampa in week two, fresh off of getting drilled by the Eagles? And they even took a lead in the third quarter. And then it was like Mike Edwards had the pick sixes or whatever. I mean, they should be a value at 10 at home. Are you are you touching that with a 40-foot pole? Um, God damn it. See, if they could have just lost today, this would have been so much easier. I wouldn't have to consider this. But the Buccaneers are banged up. And they're banged up on the interior. Ali Marpet. If Ali Marpet can't go, Grady Jarrett's a you know a, a monster. AJ Terrell has played incredibly well. The, bu- the, the no Falcons Antonio defense Brown. has given. I know the opponents, but the Falcons defense has given up two touchdowns the last two games on defense. Now the Falcons offense, man, that's the thing they can't score with Tampa. Like I know, I, even if Patterson's in there, like there's no Ridley. Ridley was the player in the last game that yeah. kind of kept them in it. I. You know, Pitts is kind of like you, you know that Bowles is going to have Pitts locked down. Man. Okay. 4 p.m. slate starts with um, a doozy. There aren't a ton of good games this week. Jaguars, Rams in Los Angeles. I have the Rams favored by 14. Um. Okay. So Rams, where are we at? LA. Oh, I have LA minus 10 and a half. Okay. Uh, your Rams planning coming in handy here. The the Rams are thirteen, but juiced. Probably gonna get to thirteen and a half. I. <laughs> this reminds me of when they they lost to the Jets last year. Of course it does. I'm not. Why am I surprised? <laughs> Would you? Um, if it if it got to fourteen, I, I'd have to buy it. I think right. Here's a question: Would you rest Matt Stafford in this game? Oh. I think they should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. If he really is dealing, if he's really that banged up, and, I mean, here's the thing. You're not, um, you're, you're you're in a position where you're going to have to go on the road in all likelihood to, to get to the Super Bowl. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you're so far behind the Cardinals right now. So if you're going to do that, you better have a somewhat healthy Matthew Stafford. Just yeah, saying. well, and, and and obviously with the um, obviously with the um, you know what the Ram or sorry what the uh, Arizona Cardinals did like yeah I I don't know like to me the hard part is is I don't like know what what kind of rest is going to help the guy yeah I don't know I don't know if rest will actually help it or not he also like, he also literally played week seventeen last year with like broken ribs and all that kind of stuff against the Vikings when they were like what like five and five and ten I, it's just yeah, not, I think he's going to play I'm just saying I would yeah this isn't the Lions it anymore. just doesn't seem like he's like willing to preserve himself Washington comes to Vegas to play the Raiders uh Washington obviously plays tonight uh against the Seahawks big win total bet yes what did you here. have this one at Vegas Vegas minus two and a half. Okay. I had Vegas minus three and a half. And you're right. It's two and a half. Yeah. I kind of like the Raiders. But it does seem like Heineke is like what would you do with Heineke if you're the if you were the Washington football team? What do you what? So now that they've won four games mm-hmm. and I guess I guess the answer is like exactly like what they did this year with them, which is like bring in another person, whether that be a draft pick or something, and have Heineke be a good backup. Yes. 
That's the answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I like seven point three yards per attempt, fifteen touchdowns, nine picks. You can do a lot worse than that. Yeah, you can. Um, I do kind of think the Raiders are a value at minus two and a half. Football team banged up. Gonna be short rest. Raiders on long rest. Um, I don't mind that either. Now that should that's obviously baked into the number, but like, yeah. Uh, anyways, Ravens Steelers in Pittsburgh. This one is tricky. Uh, I have the Ravens favored by three, two and a half for me. The same same side. Uh, I don't see this up yet. Yeah, Ravens just played. Let me see what. So, what do the, you make of the Ravens' performance? I think if they played a a real quarterback tonight, they lose. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably fair. Like I, I said this on the show today, and I was wrong. You know, I said I like Cleveland plus three and a half. Um, I thought that players two through fifty three for the Browns were much better than players two through fifty three mm-hmm. for the for the Ravens. Uh, healthy, right? Um, but the Ravens still like find a way. Remember last in the offseason when they decided to sign Tyus Bowser four years, twenty four mm-hmm. million. Um, and then they drafted Adafi away. Mm-hmm. They took they got Justin Houston for four four million a year. They got Pernell McPhee and they and they let Yannick Ngakwe and Matthew Judon go. Yep. And like Tyus Bowser's a freaking hell of a player. Like they just they know, right? They just figure this thing out. And like it doesn't add up for the Ravens how they're the one seed in the AFC right now. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of that's attributable to they're great on special teams and their coach is a top two coach, right? Mm-hmm. Top three coach. And and Lamar played horrendously tonight and they overcame it. And I think a lot of that's playing another team that's not very good. But I think a lot of that is just like it never gets off the rails with the Ravens. Never. Yeah. And. To be very clear, the Browns' defensive strategy against the Ravens was awesome. Yeah. Um, Players 2 through 53 were great uh, on the Browns. Pre-Sunday Night Football, this was 3. Yeah. I, the problem is, though, man, if if I if they reopen this at 3, I'm hammering Baltimore. The, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are not great. Awful. Uh, Lowest-graded quarterback in the NFL is... Big Not man. any of the shitty ass rookies that can't put their fucking clothes on right. It is Big Ben Roethlisberger, unfortunately for him. Um, yeah. No gloating by me. I'll just let that one hang out there. Enjoy it. 49ers go to play the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. What'd you make this? Um, 49ers, Seahawks. Um, I took San Francisco minus two and a half. Likewise. And. That is what it is, and I think it could get out to three. It is minus one twelve on. Pinnacle. I'll say this: this is this is a, you know, this is a a speculative thing. Seattle tonight beat Washington. Let's say mm-hmm. you're four and seven. You look at Seattle. Seattle's coming schedule, right? Um, it's it's not that bad, right? Like you look at Seattle, so. They go they go to Washington tonight, right? Mm-hmm. And then they have 49ers at home. Correct. Texans, reeling Rams team, mm-hmm. Bears Lions. Yep. At Cardinals. Cardinals could be resting people. A win tonight puts Seattle at four and seven. One game behind Minnesota, yep. New Orleans, and uh Atlanta. Atlanta minus 103 point differential at five and six. I I think I think Seattle. So what is this line if Seattle wins? I still think it's two and a half, but I think it's like it's sitting there begging you to bet Seattle or bet bet San Francisco. So like I I don't know. Like I don't I don't I, I at some point Russell's going to get better, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah, like that's like. That's what you would think. You would think that. And I'm he gonna, did get better. His grade was substantially better in game two off of the injury. The results weren't great. But, like, you know what I mean? You know, I I, I think Seattle still is live for the playoffs in the NFC. I, 
and and I could be I could be look I could look like a fool tonight when they lose twenty one three to the football team or whatever. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think this will go away. I agree with you. The reason I asked was like, do you think my take would be that if Seattle plays well, this will go out to Seattle as a small favorite to tease or protect it. Because um, if Seattle, if Russell Wilson is somewhat healthy, then a Seattle Seahawks teaser leg out to eight and a half at home is what you want. Yeah. Um, but if he's, you know, if he's bad, then you're like, oh, the, the Niners could just yeah. run all over him. But no Debo, oh, potentially no Debo Samuel. Um, so I'm saying, like, I, I like this as a teaser. Like, I, like, I don't think San Francisco. I think San Francisco makes the playoffs in the NFC, even with the injuries that they have, and even with the inconsistency of the quarterback. Yeah, I I do know. I do think though, you could end up with Seattle. You could end up with four playoff teams from the NFC West in the playoffs. Like, it yeah, could absolutely. be a thing. Wouldn't be a complete shock. Before we get to the last two, whether it's football success or financial savvy, the right questions help set the stage for winning strategies. Western and Southern is teaming up. Our good friends at Western and Southern are teaming up with our very own Chris Collinsworth to share insights that can help put you ahead on both your fantasy and financial scoreboards. Some may say they told you to buy crypto like five years ago. I don't know. I'm just saying. That was an Ask Chris segment from before I was here at PFF. But you can now ask Chris about his old playing days. There's a chance, by the way, San Francisco, Cincinnati is flexed in two weeks, which means poor Chris Collinsworth has to relive the San Francisco Cincinnati Super Bowl that did not go his way. Um, but you can ask him, I would not ask him about that, but you can ask him a bunch of other questions or you can ask a question about financial future, how to plan for it, how to succeed in it. And when you do enter your question at westernsouthern.com slash askchris, you'll be entered for a chance to win a completely catered party for February's big game. So go to westernsouthern.com slash askchris and enter your question and see if it is read on the Chris Collinsworth podcast or the Western and Southern Instagram, where he will answer the best question each week. Remember, that's Western and Southern. All right. Sunday Night Football, Broncos, Chiefs. What do you have this? Oh, man. Um, Kansas City. Kansas City minus 10. <sighs> I don't disagree with you. I have it eight and a half. Yeah, so I bet this because when I like took the power rankings and stuff, like mm -hmm. I, I worked it out. You have home field advantage. You have rest yep. differential. You have all that. Um, I but I did shade it a little bit. Um, it is ten. It's ten juiced. I, look, I'm not going to back the Broncos because it pains me. But Teddy's also kind of banged up. You saw him like kind of waddling out there today. Yeah. Your point about the Chiefs, I think, is super valid. I don't know that they are a runaway team, a runaway and hide team yet. The Chiefs are a team that I will bet, like, so against Dallas and against Vegas, when they were two and a half point favorites, I will take them minus two and a half. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take them minus six and a half. I'll take them minus eight and a half. I'll, I'll buy them successively. But if I have to start at minus 110 at minus 10 or whatever, and it's actually not that, it's more like nine and a half now. If I have to do that, I, sorry, no, no, no deal. I, I, they are just, the Broncos actually have some ingredients to make the Chiefs defense struggle, which is athletic tight end. Um, the receivers, I don't have an issue with because the Chiefs are really good at stopping receivers. Um, the running game, you know, like, like by the, the way, Chief, the Broncos receivers are good. Yes, but the Chiefs, like the Chiefs, funnel things to the tight end. That's like, and I think that that's why they're pretty good on defense, other than the first couple weeks of the season, is that they they funnel things to the tight end, they tackle, and in the first part of the season they weren't tackling, they weren't mm -hmm. getting any pressure, all that kind of stuff. But I think even like in even in the Chiefs' ideal defensive state, they're going to struggle against a team like Denver. Um, and on offense. Denver's defense is freaking good. Denver's man. defense is yeah, really like, freaking good. And, they, and, and Justin they're deep Simmons, in the secondary. Justin Simmons is like that guy that you want if yeah. you're trying to stop Travis Kelsey. So, yeah, look, I think this is going to be are good. There are good players that don't get snaps in the Denver secondary. Like, they're good. Yep. And, and, and you know, they get uh, they got Chubb back and all that kind of stuff. They're, they're a good team. I, 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 liked, I like that Denver won this week because I think it makes this game interesting. 
And ultimately, I, I think it's interesting from a futures perspective, but it's not interesting necessarily from a point spread perspective. All right, this is the one. This is the best oh, game man. of the week. Patriots in Buffalo to face Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Um, Bills obviously played on Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. Yeah. Destroyed the New Orleans Saints and the Patriots destroyed the Tennessee Titans. So, what did you make this? I made it two and a half, Buffalo. I think that's the number. <laughs> Not surprised that I we actually align there. I actually bet this because prior to Thanksgiving, it was three and a half. And so I took New England plus the points. I, I And now it's about three, trending three and a half. You can get a three and a half if you want it. I... I, I like, like, New England's defense is the real deal. New England's defense is going to make Buffalo be. So, we talked about this on the show, but, like, the Bills and the Chiefs suffer from some of the same things, which mm -hmm. is you have a really talented quarterback who, in his nature, wants to be aggressive. Yeah. And you have a league full of defenses that are making you be patient. And... What happened on Thursday night against the Saints? Well, the Saints aren't that kind of defense. The Saints are a lineup, rush the passer, blitz, cover man covered on the back end. Well, the Bills and Chiefs can beat those teams pretty easily by you know big plays and stuff. I think New England's going to make Buffalo yeah. kind of chop it up all the way down the field. And I just don't think the Bills like can reliably do that to the tune of minus three and a half. If it's minus three and a half, I... I the Patriots might be one of my favorite bets. And I think one of the reasons for that is that um, Tredavious White is out for the Bills. And, you know, like secondary is a weak link system and the Patriots will take advantage of any weak links that are there. Mac Jones is playing so well. The offensive line is playing incredibly well. The defense is, is obviously fantastic. Um and I'm not sure, I think this is giving Josh Allen a lot of respect. Not that he doesn't deserve a ton of respect. He's He's been really good the last two years. But the consistency hasn't necessarily been there. Um, and so at three and a half, yeah. Like it's minus three, minus 115. So this is probably going to be three and a half. Yeah, it'll, it'll probably stay there. I mean, and, and, and it should be... Um... It should be thought of as as a good bet. I you know, um, you know Belichick as a as a you know Belichick as a dog is pretty good, man. I mean you know, and you know as much as we, we could sit here and say, well, Mac Jones, most of his throws are underneath, and most of its yards after the catch, and all that kind of stuff. Buffalo, I think. On the defensive line has a lot of depth, but I don't think that they're super strong in any one spot. Um, I think that's by design. So that's, you know, Patriots will probably match up okay there. Um, I think the running backs against Buffalo's linebackers is a mismatch for for New England. And at receiver, like, if, yeah, if White was there, it'd be hard. But I don't think, like, are you are you tilted at all by how good Kendrick Bourne is? Former Niner. <laughs> like, like, Kendrick Bourne's a good freaking player. Like, it's weird. He is. He is. And, and, and uh, you know, Jacoby Myers, like, you add it up, right? And we talked about, like, the Walmart sort of, like, free agent mm -hmm. signings. But you add up that receiving core, and there's not, like, a really a weak link. And they all kind of complement each other well. Myers, Aguilar, um, uh, Bourne. You know, they're all, you know, and, and obviously Hunter Henry, John o. Smith, like, they, that's, there's not a weakness there. You know, yeah. there's not a, a By the way, people but. are giving me a lot of hard time for Matthew Judon because he's got really good sack numbers. His, um, PFF grade is 43rd among 109 edge defenders at 69. His pass rush grade, pass rush grade is 24th of 105. I actually think Matthew Judon's one of the smarter players in the NFL for going from a defense where a defense where the play caller made him look really good to another defense where the play caller made him look really good. Yeah. And to his credit, I think that this is maybe undersold in the analysis you just said, which is in both the Ravens and the and the Patriots defense, there's a, an extra markup for the versatility to be able to cover and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not purely a pass I will also, rusher. I'd also but, say this. His intelligence allows them to do a lot of things yeah. that put him in a position where he just has opportunities to make plays. I'm not like trying to take a victory lap there by any stretch of the imagination. I like three and a half. 
I think we, I think we, yeah, yeah. okay. All right. That is our show. We love you all. We will see you on Wednesday evening. Enjoy the game tonight. Peace. Love you.